Hey everybody, it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to today's episode of In the Middle Of. Every day, we're going to give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So, sit back, get comfortable, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee. Or just grab some fruit. And here we go. Good morning slash afternoon slash evening, <laughs> Mrs. Gillespie. I like that you're confused about what time of day it well, is. Well, I know what time of day it is, but I never know what time it is when people are listening. So I like to, I'm, a, I'm an inclusive kind of guy. I want to bring in all the different times of day. kind of you. And I should have said good middle of the night. Right. I don't even know if that's a I mean, a, you totally discriminated against the, the middle of the night. people. Maybe there's people listening at 3.47 a.m. Welcome to you. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to you. All right, I'm going to ask a question. So today we are talking about um, the season of the great outdoors that is just about upon us and it all to do with camping. So the question is, for you, what is it like being in the middle of camping? Well, I love camping. Um, I grew up camping my whole life. I feel like um, did a lot of years in a tent. I was a late teen before my parents got a trailer been a few years in their trailer and then went straight back to a tent when I got married so and we're still in a tent with really no sign on the horizon of that changing anytime soon so when I talk camping I am talking real camping there's no 80 foot fifth wheel glamping happening here um but I would say in my regular life there's two types of camping because there is middle school camp out camping and then there is my family and friends going camping, camping. So Those are two totally different beasts. Two totally different beasts. So what, what do you, which one? What are you wondering about? Well, uh, I don't know. Either. I mean, they're very different experiences. Yes. So, so what is it like for you in, in either of them? Okay. Well, I mean, I love both types of experience. Middle school campouts are one of my favorite things. And one of the things that I am sad that realistically we are not doing this year. Um, but yes, a middle school campout for me is really about a 48 hour adrenaline rush. Um, there will be very little sleep, very little food very little rest, and a lot of high energy hype, which I can actually pull off pretty good. I can kind of lock it in go mode, and no matter how tired I am, play the games, be ridiculous, have fun. I, I have once in the past um, taken a five-hour energy drink at <laughs> 10 p.m., to see if it would help with the late night shift. Which did it? it? It did. They were gross, the little syrupy ones. Uh, Mrs. Tarby and I took one years and years and years ago. Middle school was smaller, you know, maybe only 100 people, but it also meant the staff was smaller. So there was really kind of like three or four of us who sat around that campfire until the goal was always until at least half an hour after the last kid was asleep and up before the first kid was awake, which often meant that the only time we were sleeping was between about 3 and 5 a.m. Um, there were quite a few years of that. Makes I'm so tired just hearing this. Yeah, but you know, some of the like most ridiculous things happen in the middle of the night, and it actually brings me joy when the kids are like, we had a hard time falling asleep because you were laughing too much around the campfire. And I'm like, yeah, that's because 
I was having fun too with my friends around the campfire and we were being ridiculous. Um, so middle school campouts are a little bit different, but I love the meal competition. I love the mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. I love the chance to connect with kids outside the classroom. Um, or it has nothing to do with school. It's just nothing. hanging out. Yes. And by the end of it, they have weird nicknames for you and... Different family groups yes, created. Right? You become somebody's granny or stepmom or aunt or whatever. And especially the ones where it pours rain. And then it feels like all boundaries shift because it's like we've been through Survivor together. Yes. So you're like huddled under a tarp, singing songs, staying warm. You've gone to family yeah, at that point. Yeah, you really have. Mm-hmm. So they're great. I mm-hmm. love the camp out. I think with my family and friends, um, I just, I love being all together. That is something, I think that's one of the things I love about camping is I would probably choose to live with all of my friends and their families if I could in a giant campground campground that like camping is so fun because it's like you wake up and everybody's there and you have breakfast and you have lunch and your kids play with other people's kids and other people like get to know your kid better and you just are having so many shared experiences Mm -hmm. together and it's filled with like walks and campfire and going to the beach and And being outside all day yeah hanging out and having fun now one of the things because we have been camping together both middle school and our families yeah one of the things i find interesting is you love the outdoors and me not so much an outdoorsy kind of girl in the day-to-day um but you're not a big fan of camping and i love it I <clears throat> I need to clarify. Now it's not that I'm. <laughs> I just take a drink because this is this is gonna be big. <laughs> it's not that I'm a not a big fan of camping. I love camping. Camping with very young children is a a third beast altogether. <laughs> and, and it's like the first the first times that my wife and I went camping, we had a brand new puppy, and that's totally different too. I love being outside all the time, like as much as possible. I love uh, a fire at night. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite things to do is to just stare at a fire for hours. And I, I don't know why it is so mesmerizing. Some, some bio, no, not biologist. Who's someone who studies human history? Oh, like an archaeologist? The, well, well, kind of like, no, I guess oh man, I'm going to sound um, mm-hmm. really uneducated here. Some people are shouting at the at the at their speakers right now. Anyways. Sociolo- no, they study like, yeah. Mm. Uh, entomologist? No, they look <laughs> at the bugs. bugs. <laughs> uh, meteorologist? Uh, sure, no. let's go with that. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'd love to be a meteorologist right now. But anyways, uh, yeah, there's, there's probably a, a deep-seated reason why we love looking at fires. Mm. But... Uh, I love being outside. I love just staring at a fire. I love eating outside because everything smells, or I mean, it, smells better, tastes better. It does smell better though too when you smell people like barbecuing stuff and you're like, yes. oh, they're having steak next door. And the, that's true. And chips taste better outside. Oh, everything and, is better outside. And, and little, like the little bags of candy you pass around the campfire tastes yes, better outside. S'mores. And, and I love all of these things. I love discovering new places and, and going into areas I've never been before and and I love all of these things but I've discovered I don't love it 
when there are babies and, and toddlers there. I love my family. I need to say that for sure. But um, I'm I'm selfish in this way. Mm. And and my wife and I have had really good conversations about this because she says, do you think I love it when the kids are out there and screaming and yelling and filthy and dirty and I'm always making food for them and everything? Like Because I had listed all the reasons why I don't like right. it. And she had made a very good point to which I had nothing I could come back to. She says, I don't do it for me. I'm doing it for them. And I, and I was like, okay, another reason why you're a better person than me. <laughs> and, 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 but I still, like, I totally recognize that. I still can't get over it. So, and which part is it the mo- that you have the hardest time getting over? Is it the sleep? Is it the dirt? Is it the eating all the time? It is the, it's the awful sleep. Mm-hmm. It is the, the constant feeding. It is the dirt everywhere, especially in my bed, because no matter what happens, <laughs> dirt ends up in my bed. It is the dirt. It is the constant cleaning of them. The dirt in their mouths, in their <laughs> eyes, in their clothes. And it is the, the constant cleaning and changing their clothes. Could you just give up? Like, could it be like pig pen on Charlie Brown? And you're just like, you are going to be dirty for 72 hours. I would have no problem with that. But it is it is like the things that they can't get past, which is the dirt in their eyes and in their <laughs> mouth. Hmm. So if, if we were right beside a stream, so like we've camped in... Uh, I can't remember what it was called. It's past Buttle Lake um, up in Strathcona. And it's this beautiful, there's, we were right beside a river and it was, it was um, free camping. Like you just go and mm-hmm. find a spot. And we were there with our friends, Sam and Maddie Colborne. And it was incredible. It was incredible because I had no children at that time. Oh. I think they had a baby. Um, but the river, like, so if there's, if there's, if you have access to clean flowing water right there, mm-hmm. you can just mm-hmm. dunk a kid in and clean them. <laughs> the river was so wonderful. I mean, I didn't get giardia like, out of it, like beaver fever from. <laughs> Gross. Um, but I had this thing that I've always wanted to do, which is swim in a river with the water flowing towards you and you just opening your mouth and drinking. <laughs> and just like, just gulp, 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 because you can't stop. There's so much water. That you huh. just have as much as you want. I've often <laughs> thought about that kind of like thing, jumping into a pool of jello, and I can just look around and eat, and I, all I have to do is <laughs> open my mouth and there's food there. <laughs> You've often thought of that? I have. Have I've, you watched that YouTube video about the guy who actually fills the pool with jello? Yes, except it's not edible jello. It is colored gelatin that they use. Well, it, whether that's it's edible jello, it just is. Oh yeah, sweet. it's not sweet. It's not J E L L O. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, I swam in this river and I opened my mouth and I just drank and drank and drank and I really enjoyed that. Um, so I know I'm getting off topic. Well, <laughs> these are the things I love about okay, camping. Okay. And and for now, because I'm not, I haven't written it off. But for now, it is just different. Mm-hmm. And I have to get over my selfishness of, of the experiences just for me. And I have to realize that I'm creating these experiences for, for my kids. Mm-hmm. Or, to be honest, right now, my wife is creating these experiences right. with, for our kids. And I am there to definitely be a, um, a co-creator. And there is something to be said about childhood experiences camping. Because yeah. I grew up camping and my birthday often falls on May long weekend. And my my brothers are spaced apart a lot from me. So um, my next brother is eight years younger than me. So as a teenager, he was a small child and 
my birthday present was often to have friends come camping. And so I feel like for a lot of my friends too, the teen years became like them coming up and hanging out while we were camping in Parksville over May long weekend. And I just have memory after Mm. memory of us like wandering through Parksville in our pajamas when that was cool. And like buying makeup at shoppers and going into like the super old, um, I didn't even think of what it's called. The store? Yes. Why did none of these experiences sound like camping? It just sounds like you're wandering no, we through wandering town. we were wandering around. We were. That was part of it. Oh. Um, and also like playing bocce in the field yeah. and playing on the kids' playground and all like just so many fun things. Almost getting beat up by a bunch of teens in Parksville once. It was like, <laughs> these are the good times. These are the good times that you miss, right? You got to let your kids go so that they... Can experience those things? Yes. Well, then the next time we go camping, I'm going to be like, boys who are one, three, and six, go for it. We'll see you at lunchtime. Well, or by the time, time you go camping, at least Gavin will be two. That's right. And so maybe be two, four, and six. Two, four, and six. So they'll be much more equipped yeah. to probably scavenge and find their own dinner. Well, when Don't I... Don't come back until you've got dinner. When I was a kid, <laughs> we lived... I grew up on an orchard and a trout farm, and we were just allowed to wander and so I did wander and scrounge like I had to dig up grubs for lunch and I had to (laughs) I had to trap skunks I had to do all of these things just to be able to feed myself oh my goodness no okay none of those things happen other than I lived there and wandered and I agree those things are is this where your love of fruit came is probably all you scavenged yes well yes and no my mom talks about pulling not me of course because I knew better but pulling stems and pits and leaves out of my brother's diapers because he he just went for everything but I any anyway anyway back whatever our main point is I love camping Mm. I am getting to enjoy camping more and more as my boys grow Mm -hmm. older Mm -hmm. and I know that that once they are all old enough that they know better than to put dirt in their own mouth and then cry about it that I will enjoy it even more and 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 we will be ready to have Mm -hmm. tons and tons of fun then Mm -hmm. the good news is that our camping season especially if you're in a tent is fairly short so Mm -hmm. the difference between last summer and this summer when you're dealing with little kids and a year of age is usually a big difference in how much they can do and handle and how much like you know dirt is going in their mouth and that sort of thing yes so i just i just need to you might be past the worst of it Uh, yeah maybe i don't know well the good news is maybe we can't camp this summer anyway well we we were already planning Mm. on we found some spaces to camp that are not in in Mm. in uh, like the campground areas or going to be around other people uh, like one of them is going to be our yard we mm-hmm, are just going to mm-hmm. set up the tent the boys are, have already been asking to set it up for a couple weeks now and it is too cold um, but Gabby wants to set up the pool we're also saying it's okay that cold. yeah I I totally agree that is too cold um, yeah so camp, camping is good I will love it again I do love it anyway I just need to reframe how I see it hmm there i learned well, my lesson thinking all of this whether we're allowed to camp soon or not we can still have fires you can yep. still have s'mores in your backyard yes you could do all actually i spent the first couple years when my oldest was his youngest where we would go camping and i took him home for the night right and my wife stayed with her friends 
And so if you can camp at home, do all the stuff outside all mm-hmm. day and then just go in your bed at night. That's the dream, that's great. isn't it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> now we've got something to look We've forward invented to. something new. <laughs> House camping. What if you had the fire in your living room and you don't even have to go outside? What if, no. True. What if you, you just cooked, go Like what if there was an appliance inside that, that you could cook, could your cook. Food huh. and then wash your dishes without, and then if you had like, running water yeah and you clean. didn't have to boil it it was hot okay and what if we could put like clear spots in the walls and ceiling so <laughs> that, that the light could still come in look like you're outside but you're not actually <gasps> oh we are onto something. something here maybe have like a an ice box type of appliance okay that doesn't need ice ice oh. it's like the ice would never melt that's not bad I think you're on to something okay, here. Okay, we should uh, think about this further. I think, we'll update I think them on our next podcast. We need a little, need, need to tweak it a little All right, bit. All right, a little refined. All right, well, Mrs. Gillespie, thank you for telling me. Did I ask a question today? I think you did. Thank you for telling me what it's like for you being in the middle of camping. Can't wait to get out there again. As usual, we would love to hear from you if you have any stories of your own about what it's like for you in the middle of camping. And if you are... Uh, part of a family that loves to camp together. I'm sure you've got some great stories. Talk to your parents. See what it was like for them if you guys camped as little children. You can share them with us on our Instagram page at In the Middle of Podcast or on our new Facebook page, In the Middle of. And we would love to hear from you for an upcoming podcast. We are planning to talk about what it's like being in the middle of being inspired. So we want to know who has inspired you. What is their story? What went on in their life that made you want to do something better or made you want to be better? Inspiring stories are so wonderful to hear. So please share with us. You can write something on our page you could uh, send us a private message or if you know our email addresses you can send that to us too we'd love to feature your stories on our upcoming podcast that's all for us now thank you so much for listening and we hope that in the future you get to enjoy camping again (laughs) 